Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Meantime, let's talk some Bucks basketball. Steve Novak from Fox Sports Wisconsin and the host of the, uh, well, I shouldn't say host, but uh, uh, analyst for Fox Sports Wisconsin for Bucks basketball. Also the co-host of the Milwaukee Basketball Hour. Steve, how you doing today, man? I am doing good, but it sounds like you are a lot warmer and probably happier than I am right now. It is supposed to be mid-70s today, albeit the, the clouds are starting to move in. There's supposed to be some rain here this afternoon. So, But, yes, uh, warmer to say the least. And I was walking around last night in just, you know, jeans and a, and a shirt and no jackets or anything, and I kind of paused for a minute to say, okay, this is not uh, that bad. Even if you have a little bit cooler weather in Arizona, it's fantastic. So I'll, I'll take it. Um, I want to ask you, I was talking about this uh, just a little while ago, so the one thing I'm noticing is after Giannis said that it's going to take, you know, no, numerous guys, I can't be stopped, it seems like teams are now pounding on Giannis. They're, they're frustrating him on the inside, and they are not going to let him beat them. They're just trying to slow him down. Do you see the same thing? Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, he's right, and I think teams are right to approach it that way. I think that that, that really does give teams the best shot of beating the Bucks. I think because, you know, Giannis, he puts so much pressure on the defense by, you know, getting the, getting the rebound himself and taking it. Or if he gets the outlet pass and he goes, I mean, you see him, he's full steam ahead. And, you know, he gets some charges every once in a while. But, you know, I think that's great. I think he should not slow down. He should, he should always continue to attack that way because, really, you saw the other night when he got that tech against Indiana and they got him mad. When he gets going, when he gets mad, it's like he can dunk five straight possessions. He can score. 30 points and a half, and I think teams do know that he's the guy for this team that makes them go, and so that's why I think this team has been built with shooters around him, so that if they decide to put two or three guys on him and figure out this is how we stop him, the Bucks got to continue to figure out how they can you know, make 23s a game because I think that they still win if Giannis scores a, has a low-scoring game and they're knocking down 23s, so I think that's a, it's, a good, it's a good mix. The uh, the team itself, a few losses here as of late. Is there anything you look at and say, other than teams are starting to attack Giannis a little bit harder, is there anything you look at and say, okay, something's not working here? No, there's there, there's really not. I mean, I do think that they're not playing. I wouldn't say it's been their best week of basketball. I think that's clear, right? They lost the first time two in a row, which obviously was magnified just honestly because they hadn't lost two in a row. Um, but – I mean, you see Phoenix again. I mean, all of a sudden they're they're you know they beat they beat the Bucks. They beat them a second time, and all of a sudden you go, okay, I forget who they beat last night. And they, it was a Golden State, and they're a team that just can kind of do that. But there's absolutely times in the year where it is there's going to be some some lulls, and really Milwaukee this entire season has not had one. It, truly, I think it's a little bit shocking that they haven't lost two in a row. That they've been basically what feels like number one in the league all season long. But, you know, a lot of that comes from the fact that their defense, I think, has been so good. They've been so focused that they've led with that. And I think it's really hard to maintain that level of defense for seven or eight months. And so to see <laughs> to see it maybe come down for, you know, five, six games and to nip them in the butt a little bit and to lose two, I don't think it's crazy, but 
the body of work, I think, clearly speaks for itself, and uh, they're fine, they're healthy. The uh, the team fitting in Miritich, fitting in Palgasol, bringing in that experience uh, down the stretch, uh, because we know the game changes. It goes from being an up-and-down game to more of a half-court game as you get towards the postseason. When you bring in a guy like Pal Gasol, and we talked about this last week, but when you bring in a guy like Pal Gasol, what does what intangible does he bring to the table that you know because he's an aging veteran as opposed to what you already have and this team has been flowing really good up until that point. So what does he bring as an intangible into this team? You know, I think it's it's very well understood that he's one of the ultimate winners uh, of all time in basketball. You know, whether it was in Europe, whether it's here. NBA championships, all-star, playoff games, all of that. So, so he's a winner. He's, he's a big man. Uh, he's a great veteran, I think, to bring that experience. I think he alone has as much playoff experience as the rest of the Bucks team combined, you know, to kind of put that in perspective. So I think that's for sure the biggest thing that he brings. But I also think that, you know, come playoffs, you just understand that, like you said, the game does slow down. It becomes a high IQ cerebral game where you are going to be battling against guys. And if it's, if you're a young guy and you're, you know, got a high motor and you're going really hard, that can be great for a season. This is a young man's game, but when the playoffs come and there is a fourth quarter and there is a game that needs to be won, I think Pau Gasol, you know, as much as anybody, even at 38 has proven he can have an impact on a game or on a series. And so, that's why he's here. He's not going to play 35 minutes a night, but if he can win them a playoff game, if he can come in and you know mess with his brother, Marcus Gasol, and make something happen and make some plays offensively to get this team a win in the playoffs, it's going to it's going to end up being just a huge signing just from that. Um, also, you 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 know we saw Bledsoe start to heat up a little bit last night. How is talking about guys that heat up? Chris Middleton. You know, one day he's going to give you, you know, 25. The next day he's going to go one for 10 from the field. Is, is Chris Middleton, is he – how tough is it to figure it out, I guess, is my question. Sometimes is it just a defensive matchup? Is it the draw you get? Or is there something more to it that he has been kind of up and down all season long? Yeah, I think, you know, there's going to be nights where you're cold, right? We've seen Brooke Lopez be one of the top 10 three-point shooters in the NBA. We've also seen him in certain games go 0 for 12 from three. So – you know, I think that that's the case when you play bat when you play the game of basketball every other day for eight months. You're just going to have games like that. Um, and Middleton's had games like that. He was one for 13 from the field a couple nights ago, and then you know he comes back the next night and he has 27 points, and I think he hits the second shot of the game and he's rolling from there. So there's that element. I mean, it's like like they say, that's why we play the games, right? It's like you would expect the Milwaukee Bucks to beat Phoenix. We play the game and. It doesn't always go that way. And so for Middleton, I think that um, consistency for him, it really is that he is that second guy. He has to always be aggressive. He has to, in his mind, psychologically know it is really important that even though he is the second guy, he's got to be, he's got to really assert himself and know that when he gets his shots, he's got to knock them down. And I think sometimes when you're that number two, and, and, and not, not, to, not, not to his fault, the other guy, Giannis, right, the ball's going to go to him. He's going to get his touches. Middletons are not always guaranteed when and where, whereas I think, you know, Giannis can control where he gets his shots a lot of times. But Middleton is a little more dependent on other guys getting him the ball sometimes, and um, I think that has a part to do with it too. 
I uh, got a couple. And by the way, we're talking with Steve Novak from Fox Sports Wisconsin, the Bucks television analyst. I'm sitting here getting some tweets from people that are concerned about, well, you know, they 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 beat a bad uh, Charlotte team and then they come back and then they take a, a loss to San Antonio. San Antonio is a good team and they're efforting towards a little bit higher seed in the postseason. This was a tough one, and and not to make excuses, but it's an excuse because the Bucks on Saturday night. They they play a game in Milwaukee, and we I know I was at the airport on Saturday night until like one in the morning, uh, because of the ice storm, de-icing of the planes over and over again. They didn't get out till late, and then you play a mid-afternoon evening game in San Antonio. That's not an easy thing to do, and people think even though because you fly privately, so to speak, it's no big deal, and guys are stretched out on planes and sleeping. You know as well as I do, that's not the case. Well, I mean, I think it. You're definitely right. They do charter, and it is better than flying commercial. So let's let's just be clear about that. But getting into San Antonio at 5:30, whether you flew on a on a private jet or you flew charter, I think is still going to bed at 5:30 or 6 in the morning, and then waking up the next day and, and it being go time in San Antonio. So yeah, there's definitely an excuse there. But I, that being said, I think if you watch the game and you had no idea that they got in and probably went to bed at 6 in the morning when the sun was already up that they played a very good game. And, and I thought if I didn't know that they had just come off a of back-to-back, I would have thought they played a really good game. I, I did. I thought they had good energy. I thought they came out and guarded. Uh, you know, San Antonio, you just got to give them credit in that game. They are San Antonio. And in the fourth quarter, it seemed like Bellinelli and Patty Mills and those guys uh, didn't miss a shot for like the last 12 minutes. So, you know, I think the Spurs beat the Bucks last night in San Antonio, and it was a back-to-back. So I, I, watching that loss – just like watching the back-to-back where Milwaukee lost to Utah, you you left watching that game with no concern. You thought to yourself, they played a good game. You kind of knew the situation. You also know that the Bucks have been the best, most consistent team in the NBA this year. And I think knowing that big picture-wise, you understood that you're not too concerned about those kind of losses at this point in the year. Uh, real quick before I let you go, Steve. Uh, so all the conversations we've had with these guys throughout the season, the one thing that remains consistent is, uh, yes, they want to win, but these guys really do. It seems like they want the best record not only in the East but in the NBA. It seems like that's what they strive for. If they take a loss, they kind of put a check mark next to it. Uh, we've seen them lose back-to-back games. We saw them lose twice to Phoenix. I don't know what to make of the Phoenix loss. Phoenix just knocked off Golden State as well, and all the talk down here is about how this team is starting to heat up. So I don't look at the Phoenix loss as, as miserably as I did just about a week ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and there's something about some teams sometimes, like a Phoenix team, where – and I'd have to go through their whole season and look at who they've beat. But I would bet you that they have beat a lot of the top teams in the NBA. For whatever reason, that team gets going uh, against good teams. They beat the Bucks twice, like you said. They beat Golden State. So – Yes, they've only won, whatever it is, 16 games this year, and you'd like to think to yourself, well, the Bucks should beat them every time. But those stink, they do. But like you said, this team is still on track to have the best record in the league. And, and I agree with you that they are shooting for that because they know, I think just like anybody who's been watching them all year, that if the Bucks have home court advantage, we've seen how hard it is to beat them. And I do think that if they can do what Boston did, to them last year and just win their home games they can go very far and deep into the playoffs and they've proven to be the best home team the best road team and the best overall record so i think their their body of work does show that it is it's not going to be easy to beat this team if they have home court all the way through 
uh, the playoffs. Good stuff as always, Steve. We appreciate it. And uh, you and I will get together soon. I believe uh, next week we're going to have another Milwaukee basketball hour. Looking forward to it. You got it. Enjoy Phoenix. All right, buddy. Sounds good. Appreciate it. And there you go, Steve Novak, host of the Milwaukee Basketball Hour, my co-host, also Fox Sports Wisconsin television analyst, joining us for a couple of minutes as uh, we broadcast live out here uh, at the AmFam Fields of Phoenix. He joined us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard, they treat you fair. 80-plus years, they've been getting it done. Call them, 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.